baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. For 50 years, the Republican Party fought to overturn Roe v. Wade. I didn't think it'd ever be possible that it would happen. Roe v. Wade was the worst possible political precedent, both because the murders of so many American babies came out of it, but also because it was a horrific states' rights decision that was used as precedent in so many other decisions by the Supreme Court that wiped out states' rights. See, the way that our Constitution works, any power that's not specifically given to the federal government is supposed to be reserved for the states. Well, Roe v. Wade was landmark because it forced abortion onto the states, but it was landmark because it forced the states to do something that wasn't specifically given as a right to regulate in the Constitution. In other words, on its face, it was unconstitutional, a horrible precedent and ruling that so many other legal precedents were based on. Basically, with Roe, they made up a new right, a right to privacy, not found in the Constitution. And then they used this new fake right to justify taking away what should have been a state issue. And then... They use that precedent to do it again and again and again, including in so many other issues that had nothing to do with abortion. That's why for the left, everything hangs on row. I'll admit it seemed impossible we'd ever overturn it and send the decision about abortion back to the states. It's the Republican Party's largest win ever. Donald Trump deserves much of the credit for it. It was his judges on that court that made it possible. Had Hillary won? It never would have happened. It was a massive victory for the unborn and a massive victory for states' rights. With this precedent in place, why, this Supreme Court literally could begin to go after things like the entire EPA. What right does it have to tell states what they can do with drilling inside their state borders? None whatsoever, constitutionally. See the problem there? So after this mind-numbing victory on our side that no one ever thought honestly was possible to watch the man who could arguably be credited with it throw it all away in one interview was shocking trump promised to compromise with the democrats on abortion even throughout legalizing it at the federal level up to 15 weeks as a starting point if the left thinks you're starting there they're gonna go five months six months heck nine months It was truly shocking. His abortion isn't exactly illegal now in this country. It's just that states can begin to make their own decisions. But now Trump wants to take that away to dictate to states what they'll do on abortion. I think think they're all going to like me. I think both sides are going to like me. What's going to have to happen is you're going to have to... Listen, you're asking me a question. What's going to happen is you're going to come up with a number of weeks or months. You're going to come up with a number that's going to make people happy. Because 92% of the Democrats don't want to see abortion after a certain period of time. If 
a federal ban landed on your desk if you were reelected, would you sign it at 15? Are you talking about a complete ban? A ban at 15 weeks. Well, people people are starting to think of 15 weeks. That seems to be a number that people are talking about right now. Would you sign that? Uh, uh, I would I would sit down with both sides and I'd negotiate something and we'll end up with peace in that issue for the first time in 52 years. Comments is on my Twitter feed who support Trump try to justify this. He doesn't really mean what he says. It's a smart strategy to try to win the general. But he's really actually pro-life. Well, with so many states, including my own, passing five, six-week abortion bans, can't do it after that, would he support Republicans wanting to do that, wanting to have the freedom to do that in our own states? No. I mean, DeSantis is willing to sign a five-week and six-week ban. Would you support that? You think I, that I goes think what he far? did is a terrible thing and a terrible mistake. Again, Republicans spent 50 years trying to hen row. Any other candidate who said that in the primary in the past, automatic lights out. It'll be interesting to see if that rule applies to Trump, too, or if the GOP will just concede on abortion to the left. But it's already struck a chord, even longtime hardcore Trump supporter Dan Bongino lost it on him yesterday on his podcast. But we'll see if it has any lasting effect. Speaking of lasting effect, one of the things COVID showed us is that somebody, a grand puppet master, is pulling the strings, not just inside the U.S., but across the world. Things are coordinated now. Like when a record-breaking wildfire happens in Greece, it happens at the same time in America, in Maui both with very sketchy backgrounds as to how they occurred. Like more than 70 people in Greece have been arrested for fighting that one. Record-breaking migrant surges at our borders. And wow, weird, record-breaking migrant surges at Europe's same time. As one Italian island is so overwhelmed by more than 10,000 African migrants dumped by George Soros's NGOs on the island. Only 6,000 people live there. They're overrun. They're afraid of war. See how this works? And everywhere in the Western world, almost as if coordinated, there seems to be a war on two things. Every democratic value that made Western culture possible and energy. Just look at what's happening right now. In Ireland, free speech is gone. Offending someone with speech, <laughs> offending the wrong people with speech, offending wokes with your speech is a better way to put it, now carries a three to five year prison sentence. That's right. If you offend somebody in a politically incorrect way, that is now a human rights violation. You have to prove your innocence. In a preview of where the left wants to go, in the Peel School District near Toronto in Canada, the library has removed all books written before 2008 as part of their anti-racist and inclusive audit. It's so extreme. Harry Potter, The Hunger Games, Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry, Catcher in the Rye. Everything we ever read, even 1984, which, well, they wouldn't want the kids reading that. Heck, that's the operations manual now for the left. Well, what disappears when you do that? Western history, with its virtues of democracy, free speech, open debate, and thus all those things themselves, and any sense of what they once sounded like when they were practiced. Not to be outdone, New York City is going about erasing that history in a different way. The New York City Council just passed a budget that includes a plan to kill off all monuments 
honoring founding figures like George Washington. Any likeness of appear or appearance of them gone. So that's statues, yes, but also any artwork on city property or likeness. It's part of a new policy that removes any likeness or depiction that shows a person who owned enslaved persons or directly benefited economically from slavery. Well, that's anyone who lives at the time, pretty much. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. or who supposedly participated in systemic crimes against indigenous peoples or other crimes against humanity. Under it, every likeness or image of every single founding father, gone. From Jefferson to Washington, Columbus will go too. What are they doing here? Oh, it's obvious. First step, get rid of the likenesses. Second step, get rid of the greatest their greatest achievement, the Bill of Rights. Because if the authors of the Bill of Rights are too racist and horrific to be viewed in public, why, the Bill of Rights will have to go too, won't it? That's why they went after the flag as well. If the flag can't be seen, the things it stands for, like liberty and, whoop, there we go again, Constitution, Bill of Rights, those will have to go too. You know what's funny about that, though? I mean, the greatest irony here, that our side doesn't seem to catch, because we could use this argument against them. If we're going to remove stone concrete canvas because it features the likeness of these founding fathers allegedly because of a connection to slavery then we'd surely want to shut down any modern institution that still lives with a direct link to slavery after all again that's just concrete and canvas some of it hundreds of years old who cares if we rip that down i mean by god if there was a thing that still existed with a direct link to slavery a thing like i don't know the Democrat Party, then under those rules and norms, should the Democrat Party not be canceled, wiped out, and never seen or heard from again? Responsible for every slavery-oriented atrocity, from the importation of slaves, heck, the Ku Klux Klan, those were the shock troops, the foot troops of the Democrat Party. Segregation? Check. Definitely Democrat Party. Civil War? Check again. Democrats on the wrong side of that. Yet it's the one piece of history they don't seem to want to erase. The one modern link. Heck, if you even go back to the Ku Klux Klan, that has its origins in Margaret Sanger. Abortion, which was originally supposed to be a way to eliminate the babies of inferior races. And in whose living rooms did all that start? You got it. Democrat Party. The other campaign that's eerily worldwide right now is to get the West off fossil fuels, but not really replace it with much of anything. Essentially collapsing the financial system of the West by simply withdrawing fossil fuels from it. The Democrats have made vast progress in recent months. It started with a group of liberal senators writing to the Department of Injustice, begging them to pursue criminally the leaders of oil and natural gas companies, Using racketeering statutes and fraud statutes, the argument being they knew their product caused climate change, but they marketed it anyway. You heard that right, by the way. They want them pursued criminally. 
And you can believe it'll happen after the 24 election if we lose. Meanwhile, in California this week, the state's going civilly after the oil companies, filing a lawsuit using those same fraud and racketeering statutes, saying they knew their product was defective, that it did damage, caused climate change, and they're citing heat waves, wildfires, thunderstorms as things that California needs damages from the oil companies in a fund to make up for. So they're suing them there too. Then this week, a group of liberal senators wrote to the Federal Reserve demanding they use their regulatory power to force banks to stop financing, stop lending completely to fossil fuel companies. So that'd be oil, natural gas, zero financing, zero investment by banks and financial entities regulated by the Federal Reserve. That's the sheer scope and size of their ambition. Simply put, they're coming for the energy industry like the hounds of hell. I think our side hasn't quite figured this one out yet either. They've been prattling on for 50 years about climate change with nothing really changing much. So most people have grown numb to it. But they're serious this time. They're not messing around. In a preview of what no doubt is coming here, the Daily Telegraph warned in a story from Britain that the UK Parliament is well on its way to passing rules and then allowing rules that allow bureaucrats to write even more rules that could criminalize defiance to new energy efficiency rules. Yep, prison. It's all part of their efforts to hit net zero targets to combat climate change. But anyway, under the proposals, people who violate regulations to reduce their energy consumption could face up to a year in prison and fines of up to $15,000. This would apply to homeowners, landlords, and businesses who rebel against the plans or just try to get around them by providing false information about energy efficiency, obstruction of an enforcement authority, or just non-compliance with requirements imposed under the energy performance regulations. Criminal offenses. Even scarier, If these new rules pass into law, bureaucrats would get to write the new criminal statutes and the penalties. I want to thank PhD Weight Loss for sponsoring this podcast and for my 29 pounds I've lost. One of the things Dr. Ashley Lucas, PhD Weight Loss, said recently on her podcast was that most of the time people abandon weight loss plans before they really have a chance to work. In fact, they abandon them right as they're beginning to work. Callie, that is the story of my life. The most I've lost on my own is 15 pounds, and I put it back on. I never reached my goal of 30. PhD weight loss is designed for people just like that. And she explained how in her recent podcast. That's what I love. The maintenance phase of the PhD weight loss plan lasts forever. I've been in it for almost nine months. I've maintained my weight. There's podcasts. You can check back in with your coach if you need to. In fact, they encourage it. Great Facebook groups where you can network with people just like you and share ideas. In short, it's not just a weight loss plan that works great. It's a community and you can do it from anywhere. There's somebody doing it in all 50 states. You can do PhD weight loss at home as well. In fact, some people prefer that. They'd rather do it over Zoom on their own time, according to their own schedule. To find out more, go to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. America with Terry.
Harris Hervatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 